Episode 24, Trading in Sustainable Circles. Many communities and companies have come to realize that we live on a planet with finite material resources, and at the same time, we are creating increasing piles of waste that are choking our environment and injecting more pollutants into the air that are warming our oceans and wreaking havoc on our climate. One solution to this issue is gaining ground, and it will require us to start producing and consuming in circles. Keep listening. Welcome to Peace Matters, a show that uncovers peace in our communities, our countries, and deep within our souls. I'm your host, Maya Mathias, founder of Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. Join me as I share three things in the show. One, stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Two, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. And three, updates on the peace-building work I do, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to inventivelinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now, on with the show. Part 1. As the World Turns, Stories or Trends that Impact Our Capacity for Peace in the World. So this week, the escalating trade war is causing acute pain for farmers and consumers here in America, and it's rattling stock markets all around the world. While the economic experts sift through the impact of that battle between the world's two biggest economies, U.S. and China, I decided to spend this week looking more deeply and looking beyond that trade war at the balance and the tension that exists between our natural environment and our insatiable thirst for material consumption. Earlier in the week, in episode 23 of the podcast, I posed the question as to whether we were trading our planet away in leaning a little too much into the industrial production and consumption of goods and services and not paying as much attention to our natural environment. Then in my Fridays for Peace show this week, I detailed some findings released earlier in the week in the report from the Intergovernmental Science Policy Platform on Biodiversity and Ecosystem Services. It's a mouthful. It's IPBES for short. It's a United Nations report that summarized some, you know, alarming trends about how biodiversity is going to be severely affected affected in the years to come and how that in turn is going to have devastating impacts on our ability as a human species to continue to exist on the planet. In the process of doing that, though, I also discovered stories about how experiments and new ideas are being fleshed out in cities and communities in a way 
by mimicking naturally biological systems. And you should go listen to my Fridays for Peace show because I go into in a lot more detail about that. If you're curious about that um, episode of Fridays for Peace, just go to inventivelinks.com slash events, scroll down the page and look for the May 10th, 2019 episode. So in that, I talked about and I introduced the idea of uh, how our current economic systems are very linear and how people are thinking and talking and experimenting with moving to a more circular system. And that's literally the phrase that has been coined for it. We're talking about the notion of a circular economy. And that means thinking about the way we produce and consume what we produce in a more circular way, rather than making something, consuming it, and then eliminating the waste. You know, it's like a linear chain. We want to close the loop on that and make sure the reusing and recycling of the resources goes back into the production cycle. So in this regard, it's a simple idea, not incredibly easy to implement because we are so entrenched in our current production models. But there are lots of people thinking long and hard about it and doing what it takes to make it work in certain industries. So for the for the business geeks among you, what they're really thinking about is they're taking a hard look at the design, the business model, and the management of waste across an industry. All these things are being re-engineered now. If you're curious about a simple visual that compares and contrasts a linear economy versus a circular one, I will be including the visual in the next issue of my Peace Matters newsletter, which is going to come out fairly shortly. So if you are not already on my newsletter list, it's really easy. Just go to inventivelinks.com, click on the Learn More button on that homepage to subscribe. So people are thinking about ways to counteract this unsustainable linear economy that we live in right now. And the more that we pay attention to that and see what we can do to be a part of that conversation and implementing these ideas about a circular economy, the more we can help mitigate or even turn back this unsustainable path of growth and climate change that we're on. Part two, OM is where the heart is, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. Now, Sort of a corollary example to the circular economy is something that surfaced about a decade or so ago. And this is the idea of a sharing or a peer-to-peer economy. And this sounds altruistic and good on paper, but not very many examples are holding up in practice. I mean, you have the idea of Airbnb, a sharing of existing 
rooms or unused properties. And that I, that seems to be working fairly well. But then you also have examples like ride-sharing apps, for instance, Uber and Lyft. This week, for example, Uber and Lyft drivers were protesting on the streets over their wages, their low wages and the lack of job security. And it's a stark reminder that, yes, while being something like an Uber or Lyft driver gives you tremendous flexibility, the downside is that people who choose to be drivers like that don't have permanent, con- they don't have employment contracts with the company. So there are no accompanying workers' rights. There is no, f- no redress for people who drive for such companies. There is no real avenue for them to be represented, for them to bargain or be protected collectively. And it really calls into question whether, first of all, whether the economic model is equitable for all the people contributing to a company like that. I mean, the people who work in the headquarters and definitely the directors are cashing in on being a part of the company, but all the drivers out there pounding the, pounding the streets every day are not having their share and they're not being, they're not able to live a decent life in the process. So there, there are still a lot of kinks to be worked out. And some people argue that calling it a sharing economy is a misnomer because it there isn't a whole lot of actual sharing of the spoils or the, the financial gains from such companies and from such enterprises. And as I reflect on this a little more, I, I can't help but wonder that a sharing economy can't work, really, if we aren't personally moving through the world with a sharing heart. Part 3, News and Views updates on our peace-building work, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. I have to say, I've had an incredibly inspiring week. I've attended a couple of events and had a chance to be in the presence of people who are doing good work in service of their causes and their communities. And Because I've been around such inspiring energy, it's motivated me and sort of helped me crystallize my thoughts around what I want to talk about and share on Instagram. I've had a couple of Instagram accounts open, but they've been dormant and I haven't really been sure about what to put on those profiles. But this weekend, I had the burst of inspiration because of these people I've been meeting. So... I'm sharing with you today that I am rebooting one of my Instagram accounts, the one that corresponds to my company, Inventive Links. So I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram at Inventive Links. 
Uh, it's really easy. I-N-V-E-N-T-I-V-E-L-I-N-K-S. So just go to at Inventive Links and follow me there and start checking out all the good stuff that I'm going to share with you on that Instagram profile. And as always, a reminder that you can join my newsletter list at inventivelinks.com, where you'll be sure to get um, the entire issue of my weekly Peace Matters newsletter, as well as notifications of when I go live for my Fridays for Peace show and other goodies that I only share with my newsletter subscribers. Alrighty, I'm going to leave it there for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Peace Matters podcast. I will catch you next time. Take care. You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support. Want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time, let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.